my investments are fine. I made money last year. I hear that a lot. I hear a lot of people who are hesitant to reviewing their investment portfolio with me or any other advisor. Uh, they think that because they made money last year, uh, that was a good thing. But you want to know what people who made the most money the year in 1999 were the ones who, who lost the most in a 2000 to 2002 uh, bust, right? Same thing, the ones who made the most flipping homes in 06, 05, 07 were the ones, a lot of, a lot of time, many of the ones, you know, that were bankrupt and just completely gone, right? So it's not about making money because, because of the way that asset prices go, right? You have a cycle where asset prices are low, then smart investors buy them, they go up, then other investors are buying them. Then, then there's a craze and a mania in a couple of different asset classes and those end up doing the best. And then the ones that concentrate in those make the most in the later years. Um, and then when things come crashing, uh, they get a big part of their network taken, taken down, if not all of them, if they were not well diversified. And so it's not about whether your investments are making money. It's about, are, are you getting paid appropriately for the risk uh, you're taking? Meaning what's the risk reward ratio? If, you know, if you're taking a lot of risk, a lot of risk, um, and it's open-ended, meaning you can be taken down, I don't think that's super smart, right? I'd much rather take, you know, take a risk where you know, I have limited downside. Basically, I've, um, I've done everything I can to not have my portfolio go to zero, um, like being globally diversified, um, you know, which again, it can go to zero in that example as well, but if it goes to zero in that example, then as I mentioned before in a previous episode, all those companies go to zero. My best valuable asset are my guns. Um, and so if you've done everything that you can to, um, and, and also it doesn't, you know, if I, if I do take individual stock bets for a portion of my money, which I do, um, you know, I've done the research, I've made sure they're not too highly overvalued, right? I've made sure the company isn't too much, too far in debt. There are limited industries that I really understand. I have my pulse on, right? It's, and it's not a big chunk of my money, right? And, and you know, for me, my rule when I'm doing that is I don't, I don't let more than 20% of my total portfolio be in um, um, big concentrated individual stock bets, right? I'll, I'll have 20% of my portfolio where I might own five to eight stocks, right? Um, that are my best ideas, but I won't let it go past that. Um, for diversification purposes, right? Um, here, here's where I'm going, because I went down a rabbit hole on that. So um, um, you gotta do the work, you gotta make sure that not only are your investments making money, but they're making the appropriate money for the, for the amount of risk that you're taking. Here's one more point. A, a lot of times the best asset classes to own are the ones that have gotten smashed in the last one, two, three, four, five years, right? I find a lot of bargains and deals and good companies that are getting beat up the last few years and the companies that have done phenomenal over the last few years are the ones that I'm, you know, selling out of if the valuation is no longer attractive. And so it could be very not wise to look at only how much money you made last year as a determination of you continuing to hold uh, those investments. The investment presented in is for educational purposes and is not to be considered personal investment advice is not considered a solicitation for the purchase of specific securities, investment, or investment strategies. Investing involves risk, and no investment is guaranteed unless so stated. 
individuals listening to this podcast speak with a qualified investment professional or tax advisor before acting on any information contained in this podcast episode. Enjoy your day.